Hello, welcome to the SNASCast. Haven't seen you in a while. How are you guys doing out there? Doing pretty shit. So, How yeah. you doing out there? Like a CB radio operator? Uh, so we haven't uploaded in a <laughs> while because... In the air. Essentially, it's just because we're lazy. Yeah. And yeah. we really we're don't busy. care. We don't care about you. So, we do this when we feel like it, and you should feel grateful that we do it. We never think about you guys ever. I'm I so, feel so entitled right now. Yeah. Oh, oh man, I want to go abuse some poor people. <laughs> wow. Should we should we introduce ourselves? Yeah, everybody introduce yourselves. I'm John. Hello. You know me. I am Luke. You don't know me. And you never will. Ever. I'm Grant. You should know me. I'm Abdul. This is my third time here. I'm Jake, uh, music boy extraordinaire. Yeah. Yeah, we've got a... Uh, it's not the standard lineup, but uh, it's what we could make do with. And Scraps. Yeah, everybody was just kind of, you know, <laughs> thinking we should do a podcast sometime, so we decided let's sit down and do it. Finally. After just, how long? I think the last episode we uploaded was... At least a year, right? At least at a year least ago. A year. Yeah. So it's, the yeah, thing it's is, been a hot minute. Yeah. I get notifications on like Facebook yeah, the about Facebook like, the page. page. Like, oh, you haven't like, clicked your page for a while. It's like, it's the ancient relic. Well, every once in a while, what freaks me out is every once in a while, there'll be one that we got to view. Yeah. And I'm like, who is finding this right now? Like, who is viewing this? the Facebook this? algorithm. I, I still Mark Zuckerberg that. pushing it with... With like old band pages that I yeah. have that I have had no content on. Like there was, it was just a picture we found on the internet, and that's it. There yeah. was no music, nothing. And I'm like, just, why are you checking this page up? How was it not deleted? Do they ever delete yeah. stuff on Facebook? No, they don't delete the pages. They just go inactive. That's yeah, is there like an RSS feed for Facebook pages, or it's just like you can see random ass? I've never heard of that. So I have one called Sophie Flotano. <laughs> <laughs> that's just inactive. <laughs> I remember I had a fake Facebook account I made. We had like a project we were doing like in some English class, and I had to make like a social media account for like a character in like some play or some shit. And I think I made like a care. I, I like made like a Facebook page for Oedipus or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I had like relationships to add. <laughs> <Oedipus or something. laughs> I had to make like. Facebook pages for like a lot of the other characters, so I could have like them interacting and commenting on his posts and shit. What is this for? See, I don't remember what this is for. I just remember doing that as part of an assignment. Making there's probably multiple options for the assignment. Then what if you just change those names to rural Alabama names and then (laughs) ask people if like there you go if it seemed out of place. I had to make up like a monopoly, like a board game for for like an Egyptian. Uh, part of a class once. That's the dumbest no, thing uh, like this this semester for a communications class that I have to take. One of I had to follow my professor on Twitter. By the way, I followed my professor on Twitter, and then ten other people related to like media and stuff like that. And like whenever we do a project, I have to tweet my project at my professor. Like like oh. I'm gonna do my project on this. I'm like. Stop forcing me to use yeah. social media. I hate it. Does your professor follow you in return? Or just... No. What? Follow you, and then you just have the most rancid, awful shit in your Twitter feed. <laughs> no, like it's the Twitter I made when I was like, like fifteen, mm-hmm. and I used that. Yeah, no. So I used that Twitter to, like, you, you know, Star City Games, right? Oh, the the Magic the Gathering. Star. Yeah. Right. Star. Yeah. Star City Games. Those guys, like, I made that Twitter so I could couldn't 
they had Twitter giveaways essentially. Yeah. I literally only made my Twitter account to get in giveaways. That's it. Yeah. Like every yeah. you know, YouTubers do giveaways, right? They say you gotta follow me on Twitter, you gotta subscribe to my YouTube channel, you gotta do this and that, right? I made my Twitter just because of that. I don't use it. Yeah, that's the main reason why I have Twitter, just yeah. to do stuff like that. Yeah. I don't post anything. I don't post anything on Twitter either. I don't use it. I'm just it. trying to think of the amount of email accounts I've made just to sign up for oh, shit. Oh my like, gosh. So many. My go to is I would do Oh my god, the first, one of the first email accounts I ever made, it was, I'm not going to say the website, but it was Dual Katana 69 I was like 12 or something. <laughs> <laughs> I still that's fucking crazy. use it. That's a badass user shit. What? Dual Katana? Dual Katana. Dual Katana 69. Yeah, it's like dual wielding Katana. It was some serious edgelord shit. First email I ever made, I won't say the website, yeah. was Zap Rapper. Zap rapper. That's yep. good. I Zap like that. rapper. So you know, someone who raps very quickly. That's literally what I made <laughs> that for. And at that at that time, I didn't listen to any rap music. I didn't even listen to music. I just thought, hey, this sounds cool. Let me use that one. And I'm still using it to that to this day. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. So going back to teachers. Whoa, like, whoa, whoa! Hey, the new guy does not start conversations. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, you can't. Wow. Wow. Really? All right, I'll give him permission. Right. I'm giving him permission. Are we experiencing? He passed you the walker, the talking stick. It's yours now. <laughs> so, in, I, I was given an assignment in one of my classes in high school, and I remember two actually. No, this is the main one. My teacher told us first day of class, your first assignment is to stalk one of your fellow students and That's write write shit down about them. What the Wait, hell? Like follow them home? No, no, like just. And like sit outside their bedroom door and no, listen. thank God. Like it was sleep more, with them. Yeah, basically. No, it was more so just you follow them. Like not, I mean, not necessarily follow them around school, but if you see them around school, just write shit down about them. Like, what do they do when they're sitting there? Do they have any like weird like you know? Or do they like flick their eye when they're just thinking into space? This is this is a project. This is the first project. So we had a we had to write down every like little quirk. So like let's say I'm following you, John. And you're, right. I noticed that, like, every time you answer a question, you, like... My dear well, beloved ear, John touches his ear. He, like, touches <laughs> your ear three times, and then you raise your, your hand. So well, you're, like, like analyzing quirks. Yes, but yeah. not just, like, just God. little... Thing. I, I think it was a sociology class. Or, no, a uh, psychology class. That's what it was. That would make yeah. me so anxious. Yeah, what oh my God. It was, so weird. it was, and the girl, shockingly, that I followed, she was pretty cute. She was a couple years older than me, so I was pretty intimidated, but... But yeah, that was that was such a weird fucking assignment. Oh my god. And I remember it's just the teacher reading all this makes it weirder that they're like reading about these kids going to Yeah. What was that that movie where the teacher it, oh, it was a TV show that the teacher like the only class that they did it was like this weird dystopian utopian society where the only class they took was surveillance and they all stalked each this other. Sounds like an anime. It was surveillance. I think it actually had. Yeah, a, I don't think I've ever seen that anime. Like a spy, like a spy class. Investigations. Well, yeah. there is an anime about. There is an anime about an alien that comes to Earth, and is going to kill everyone on Earth unless they can kill him, and he gives them a chance to kill him. 
but they can't. What the fuck? Yeah, it's called. Wait, is that it's one assassination punch classroom? Oh, that's I what it's called. Speaking of One Punch Man, season two got announced. I did. Yeah, One Punch crazy. Man, and really? the animation looks like shit from the trailer. <laughs> it does. Uh, the same studio that made the first season is not making the season, and the trailer. Uh, yeah, so it looks. Bad. What studio made the first season? Oh. I don't remember. I think it was Madhouse. That was, that was, that was either Madhouse or Trigger. I don't remember. That was literally the best part about that show. Was yep, the, the animation. animation. And uh, unfortunately, from the trailer, from what I saw in the trailer, it' not good. Like, Fuck. So like you know, like, it, it looks like your yearly anime, you know, thing that they throw out. So it doesn't look very good. Garbage. Yeah. I mean, I'm disappointed. I'm really disappointed. I just wonder when like. I don't think traditional animation ever died, but was that like like pseudo like that three D animation? Like remember Harlock Space Pirate? Like what do you call that kind of animation? I hate that. I Where know it's what you like mean. photorealistic three D. Oh, there is a word. It's for really it. weird looking, and I, there's a million shows like that now. Or I, I mean, are you talking about the computer generated anime? Maybe like yeah, like it's, CGI it's like, anime. Yeah, like, it's not like hand cells. Yeah, sh- no, the spaceship in Futurama is a good example. The uh, one they fly yeah. around, and I think. No, yeah, no, when they have the shots of it moving. Yeah, 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 yeah I know what you're talking about. Yes, that's. I think that's just computer generated because yeah, when there's some, was... there's some, there's computer generated anime on Netflix. I think it's called Ajin. And there's uh, a lot of computer. And then not, Berserk. Yeah, Netflix, you guys, you guys have heard of Berserk? Mm-hmm. Berserk, what they did computer generated, and people were pissed about it. Yeah, because yeah. it doesn't Berserk. look very good. It's like it does not look very good. I don't like computer generated graphics. They just because it's well, they use it and it's becoming so prevalent now is it's just a lot cheaper because yeah, you just make the way. 3d model and then you just move it yeah. yeah and then there's the in-between where did you guys see i never watched this but there was like a batman like anime thing that was coming out it's like an anime film where it's like batman but it's in feudal japan something like that oh and there's like a joker and then the way it was anime was like a cross between like cell animation and that cg shit that looked mm. really weird i think it was called samurai batman yeah, but like, <laughs> I, I don't. Yes. I don't trust those. No, it's Ninja Batman. That's what it was. I don't trust those like animated superhero movies, because. So didn't you see the Killing the, Joke? Yeah, I, I saw the Killing joke. joke. Was that not good? I was so disappointed by it. Oh um, yeah. The, the because, the Killing Joke, the the comic book is so visually interesting, mm-hmm. and did Alan just Moore cool do to read and look at, but the animation of the movie is just like standard superhero like color scheme bullshit. and it's like the same the same studio that makes all the other ones made it uh-huh. and it's it's and it's like the same reason they use that the CG animation is that no, it's cheaper yeah but it looks a lot blander than if you like Hand took more care to it but yeah. that would cost money no the so. thing is is when people have CG animes nowadays if a CG anime comes out automatically lose points in the anime community's views because it's so hard to make a CG anime look decent. Ajin, from what I've heard, was a pretty good anime, but just people, I'm hesitant to watch it just because of the way it looks. I hate the way it looks so much. And Berserk was the same thing. I watched the first season of Berserk, right? And because I'd already read the manga for it, and you know the manga for Berserk is crazy. Like it's the, the, the drawing, or like the, in the manga is amazing. Like the way that it's like drawn. But if you look at the animation, it's like already, eh, nah. I already read the manga. Nah, yeah. no thank you. Yeah. It's like with animes, uh, pander or uh, like these superhero animes, you get 
they're trying to suck in either the anime people into the superhero world or the superhero people into the anime world. It's like I feel like it's a weird crossover to develop more sales. Yeah, or you know, you get what I'm trying to say. Like superhero, like a ninja Batman. What? I think they're literally just doing that to like draw in new people. Yeah, or it might be fan service. Yeah, you know, it's fan service. It's essentially fan service. That's all it yeah. is. Because uh, God, this reminds me. There's this YouTube video of the voice actor from uh, Jojo, right? The voice actor from Jojo that plays Dio. Mm. And it's literally just videos of his, because his voice is super iconic. It's videos of him in other animes, in other cartoons, too. Like the Yu-Gi-Oh! episode. Yeah. So yeah. he was in a Yu-Gi-Oh! episode. Hey, Ryan. Oh, Hello. boy. Yeah. We've got another member here. Yeah. Latecomer. Yeah. Tell Late. the listeners about yourself, Ryan. Um, I'm Ryan. I'm a Type 2 Wilderness Firefighter. A history major, and I got something to say. <laughs> Tell me about your problems, young man. What up, Dre? Well, I got something to say. First off, I was up late last night, so I'm tired. It was pretty cool. I was looking at that super moon that happened last night. There was, was a super yeah, moon last night? Super- what? Yep, yep. So that means the moon is at its closest to Earth in its uh, cycle. Is that why it looks big? Yeah, big and bright. Yeah. So I went out to Palisade Head on Lake Superior. Right out of Silver Bay, so I was standing up on a couple hundred foot high cliff overlooking Lake Superior with the big moon. It's pretty rad. Is it just me, or Can't has you just look a few months them? more up north has made his accent That's bigger? what I was just about to say. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but this, he has always done this. You have, like, ex- Goes on his pilgrimage, comes back. Not even a pilgrimage. Like, I remember him, he would exaggerate the accent hard. <laughs> just, I don't know why. But it was like, oh, hi. It's oh, like, hi there. How you doing? I do that to people who point it out to me. Like, they'll yeah. say, I'm, I'm speaking with, uh, like, a Minnesotan accent, or I'm, like, stretching my O's out, and then I just exaggerated the shit. Yeah. That's how I spoke I when I was in New York. I was like, oh, I yeah. can't even tell if there is a Minnesotan accent. Can you tell? Like, I can't tell. You don't. You yeah, don't. I don't have it. Don't Everybody know. has an accent. Yeah, I haven't, like, when I talk to my mom, mom, everyone says I talk differently. Yes. So, oh, yeah, because you yeah. deliberately put on an accent when you talk to your mom. It's subconscious. Abdul, like, pre- pretend like you're talking to your mom right now. How does that sound? I can't really just pull it out. Like, and it only really comes out now, like, when I get into an argument with my mom. Okay, what, what if I pretend to be your mom? <laughs> I don't could you, think Could you do it? I, I don't think I can do it. I can't do it off the top of my head. It's hard. I mean, we'll get a lot of inter- internet points for that, Abdul. Dude, okay, that's yeah. at least 50 internet points. So, I don't know. You just gotta say to him, Abdul, you're a failure in life, and... Please don't say that. <laughs> when when someone asks you to do an accent, like... Someone asked me to do an Irish accent. I could not do it. Yeah. I, I, Irish potato feminine. Yeah, you do. That's like, all I know how to say. I don't know why it was... Or, like, a Scottish accent. Or an Australian accent. It's Scottish actions, just a bunch of short syllables strung together to make and really angrily. Yeah, I'm pretty sure angrily. Scottish people have two tongues. Oh, at least two tongues. Because the syllables they use. It's just it's my fucking food, dude. <laughs> well, you'll just leave the Taco Bell bag in the corner undefended. Ryan, how would you like it if I walked into your house and started looking through all your Taco Bell bags, huh? <laughs> well, I tell you, man, I'm hungry. I'm on the prowl, so don't leave your food undefended. Late yeah. stage cat. I've only I've only had one dinner today. You one dinner? Only one, one dinner. That Taco I mean, Bell. I haven't even had dinner. That Taco Bell has already had three of its half-lives in this stretch. Oh yeah, Taco Bell gets yeah. a lot worse when it gets like gets to room temperature Taco Bell is 
Hey man, I'm, I'm trying to toss some oil in a cast iron pan and fry that burrito. <laughs> Just warm it up. Yeah. Get out. It's like a it's like an epic mealtime episode or something like frying individual taco fat mealtime. Yeah, so, I think it's. What it's did I come in here and interrupt? Uh, I think I was talking about anime. Well, yeah, we I don't remember it. where I was. Oh, uh, CJ. Okay, shit. let me just summarize. CJ, uh, computer-generated anime is bad. Don't watch it. Yep. All right, so yeah, well, no, no, no. I would disagree. Have you seen um, Ajin? We, I literally we just, just mentioned talking, that, yeah. right? I read the manga for Ajin. The manga is good. I looked at the animation and I dropped it after like two episodes. I just yeah, couldn't take the animation. It's, it's and and what is that? That's that's one example of it working right. Uh, no, man. No, no, Ajin's a fantastic. Ajin was carried on its source material. It's the yes. same thing with Berserk, right? Yes. The only mm. reason that like people liked it is because the source material is good. Animation, not so much. Uh, okay. Yeah, what we so. were talking about, we were talking about the aesthetics of that kind of animation. Yeah, no. Yeah. The, it, it's something. I mean, the the writing of the show could be good, but yeah. I don't know. It makes everyone look like a weird Sims character. <laughs> Do you think they like did it. that just because they knew they could get away with it? And like, I maybe some people honestly, watch it. That, it's possible. I just it's don't know what the target audience. Is. No, it is cheaper. Like, it's definitely yeah. cheaper. We we're talking well, about Netflix is trying to pump out anime. They can't do cast. Oh no. Well, don't they, they do, do some animation with computers now? No feet on the table, Ryan. Because oh. <laughs> the microphone's on it, it'll pick up the little bumps and stuff. No, but don't they do some animation by computers now? Well, they still. I, I'm pretty sure they still hand draw it, and then maybe they put it into a computer afterwards. I don't know the exact process of cell shading animation. Yet. Like, well, I'm not you someone. First, who... you get a bunch of Korean slaves to go in your sweatshop, <laughs> and then you just go from there. Well, no, I'm not, not even joking. They're like, not Korean they slaves. Do. They're Japanese slaves. You know how much animators make? Bupkis. That's what they make. Literally, they, they make two. Yeah, they no, they get paid terribly. They get overworked, and because of it, anime animation quality has suffered significantly over the it's past. It's just fucked years. up. Did you ever I watch mean, that? They're on tight schedules. They have to make like imagine imagine you had to make a twelve episode series in like six months. Completely animate a twelve episode series. They had like behind the scenes. That's not when, enough time. It's not enough time. When Miyazaki, when his he and his crew were making Spirited Away, and like they would fucking like work themselves half to death. It's insane. Yeah. How I'm, much? How much? Just fucking work you have to do for that kind of shit. The thing and make is, it look good. Yeah. The like, thing is, is when they're making a movie like that, they have much more time. Mm-hmm. And what's what's an average runtime of a Studio Ghibli movie? Hour and a half, two hours. Two hours. Wait, yeah. is that why anime is, is the way it is? Where a lot of scenes are just people sitting there talking. It's easy to animate. Yes, that's that. something I've noticed too. Is that it? They like, do that on purpose. That's because if you if you read the manga for some an, some animes, you know some scenes might be a lot more fluid and dynamic. Yeah. But they'll they'll cut those scenes or they'll they'll do flashbacks right in the anime to previous parts of the episode and they'll extend them a little bit longer than that than what's normal and the anime suffers because of it but it's cheaper and it's faster yeah, you, got, yeah. you have however many cells a second like yeah you got precious time in there you know? yeah that is one of the main reasons why i don't like anime is because i as a movie person love the movement of a character i think it like jack nicholson's a good example the way he moves in a scene is really he conveys a lot. His body language. Yeah, body language. Some two animes that did that really well recently, that you know that blew into the mainstream were One Punch Man and Attack on. So what Man. you're saying is that your favorite anime is Polar Express since it was mocap. <laughs> I actually but really like that. Motion cap. Yeah, it was. Beowulf. Yeah. 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 Luke, anime does have that though. It's just it's expressed in a different way. So instead of um, body language, the movement of the body. 
expressing something. It's the actual design of the character that's expressing but, something. Uh, so if this character has like sharp angles, like sharp shoulders and stuff, and sharp features, that's probably a villain. Well, if it has softer features, it's probably anime is more you know, can have more interesting editing too. Yeah, the editing is it can be nice. I'll give it that. But uh, when you have a, a like a character who's just two characters standing there monologuing, it just feels like a slog. Schlag, right. Schlag. I don't know. No, Dragon Ball Z had that problem really bad. You know, that's that is a weakness. I I recognize that as a weakness that's prevalent in a lot of animes. But you know, the reason I think that Attack on Titan and uh, One Punch Man broke into the mainstream is because those monologue sessions are far in between. Like there's very few of them, and the animation during actual like parts that matter is fantastic. It's oh, so yeah, fluid and dynamic, rate, and uh, it's especially like I Attack remember when I saw Attack on Titan, like, like just the way everything is stylized in that anime is fantastic. Everything looks like it's so like it's real, but at the same time, it, like yeah. fake, you know, because it's animation. But like you feel like the severity of it when you look at yeah, it. Yeah, just watching them like just swoop yeah, in, like and flying fly through, through the, the air, right? Stuff, it's cool. Yeah, well, it's amazing yeah, to see. Yeah. yeah, have you have you guys ever seen um, the? Dragon Ball Z abridged by Team Four Star. Yep, I've seen abridged. That's I prefer watching Dragon Ball that way. <laughs> you like the abridged more because it, it moves so much faster, You're right, but it, it still is. keeps all the best parts of it. And then I actually like the dialogue better in the abridged. You like the meme, you like the meme <laughs> dialogue? Yeah, I think it's a lot more entertaining. I mean, than just it, watching the original. That's why story. JoJo is so good because the dialogue, like the scenes where they're just talking or like enunciating during a battle, are hilarious. Yeah, the <laughs> monologue is so over the top. Yeah, JoJo. It's yeah, freaking yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. I hate it. It's something I don't like, but at the same what? time, you know, what it's something I don't like, but I love it at the same time because yeah. it's so over the top. Like literally, like, we were just watching before we came here. Yeah. Here's, here's like this old British guy in a hat with long blonde hair. Perfectly describing the scene that you just saw <laughs> in vivid detail. It's amazing to watch. It's like, wow, I can't believe they did that. I can't believe that's what they decided to do. Now, yeah. for me, that's a negative for me. When they have dialogue that just recaps something that already happened. Or it's saying something that the viewer already knows. Yeah, it's like... I don't. I don't get that, man. No, it's it's a, it's kind of like just a, feels like padding. It's a joke in the JoJo community yeah. that that happens. It's just a big joke. It's like everyone's like, this is too much. Like we understand, like anime sometimes has those recap monologues, they're, but they're usually super short, like literally like a few seconds. Or like a character in the in the bleachers watching a fight will just say something like off the top, and it's usually just a sentence or two. But in JoJo, it's like it's, it's a like a paragraph. <laughs> And like they don't do them, like in every fight over like a lot of times. But when they do do them, you notice because it's like this guy's been talking for like five or six seconds now. It's yeah. it's a bit much. So is JoJo kind of like almost a parody of other anime? It's it's or a parody it, in the it's in so the, stylized that it feels like a parody. You know, yeah, so yeah, okay, yep. Yeah, that's uh, I would agree with that. I wonder how the the actual creators and writers of the show approach it. Do they approach it as something that's very self-aware and like, let's do crazy? Yeah, I haven't read stuff. the manga. I feel like the manga would be a better way. To manga doesn't have that. like manga doesn't have that. Can, I remember when I was reading the manga, it didn't have that kind of monologue. It just really didn't have it that much. But it's been a while since I read it. I might have forgot. I'm not sure. But, I mean, um, again, you still have the stylized. Though. You still have oh no, flashy characters in existence. No, it's still <laughs> super stylized. But I think the animation for JoJo is what pushed it on to the top. Especially the colors. The colors are fantastic. I love yeah. the colors in JoJo. It's when the 
when a scene change happens and all the colors get inverted. Yeah, those you're like, swap what them the fuck just happened? Sweet. It's crazy. But I just wonder if if the people creating it take it seriously. Or do they treat it as just like a fun thing to work on? Like, I think they take an the animation seriously. Yeah, well, I think they have to take it seriously. Yeah, the animation's taken seriously. The monologues they kind of meme with. I think they meme with the monologues. Well, I, I mean, I mean, well, I guess I'm mainly talking about the writing of it. Oh, the consider this. So your band Napleson is yeah. working on an album named Bongaloid about a massive um, upper primate. Just spoil it all, I don't shit. That Jeez. smokes weed and essentially terrorizes people. Is, isn't he like pirate? Anyway, do you take that seriously? The creation of uh, this album. The creation of it, yes. Which yes, is but the that's not what I'm asking. Well, no, but I think it's a similar thing where the I album kind of is a. It's kind of funny. Yeah. But you're yeah. taking it, this is deadly serious art you guys are making. I think the same thing you see, you see a lot of the same stuff in anime. Yeah. Where it's sort of like I don't know, it's it's a goofy premise, but they do. But it honestly, like some of that over the top stuff in, in JoJo, it's like sometimes you'll be laughing at, it and sometimes you're like that's so fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you kind of, I feel like it's sometimes they yeah. do just like try to make it look. Let's just make this the best, like most epic thing ever. Well, okay. And then they do it, but then it's so grandiose to the point that it's funny. Yeah. Here's what I'm saying. So you watch a comedy and a drama differently. You have a different perspective going into each one, right? Mm -hmm. I'm confused what perspective to go in with JoJo because I don't know if I'm supposed to approach it as like, this is hilarious because it's so ridiculous, or should I approach it like, I want to get invested in this it's character. Both. I mean, it's, it's really both. Because the, the, there premise are episodes behind, yeah, the premise behind yeah. JoJo in itself is ridiculous. The they have ghosts that come out of their bodies that that psychically fight each other, and they all have weird powers. I mean, like, make any sense. yeah, it doesn't make any sense yeah. whatsoever. Okay. Like, it's so like it's different than when like you do like something with martial arts, or you do something with like a drama or something like that. It's different when you when you pull fantasy elements into shows like that. You kind of have to leave like your brain at the door a little bit. Like, okay. So don't expect everything to follow in a certain way. But there's some things that happen in JoJo that even me remembering back on them, I'm like, that's some old bullshit. That made yeah. no goddamn sense. But whatever, I guess. Whatever. It was cool. To, it was cool to watch. I liked it. There's a mark of JoJo where part of the fun of it is that it can really switch from drama to comedy, like on the fly, and then yeah. back yeah. again. There are episodes that are like straight comedy. I think of in part four when they're like when there's they. They go to this like f fancy restaurant, and this guy's cooking is just out of this world. Yeah. But they keep suspecting he's a stand user, and it gets like slowly more menacing and menacing. And then he's like the most innocent, nice guy ever. Yeah. There's the Oingo Boingo stuff. Oh yeah, Oingo Boingo. Yeah, that's oh, it's it's especially boingo. like how can you not have comedy in it when as a Western viewer you're like, wow, these guys are all named after fucking bands. He just like yeah. blatantly stole all this shit. Like there's a like one of the main villains of part three is a guy named Vanilla Ice. And then you hear him pronounce in English like Vanyuraisu, yeah. and you can't you can't not laugh at it even I mean, though the characters are the so main sick. villain of part uh, five. His stand is called King Crimson. 
and I don't know. And there's yeah, a highway star. Yeah, it, it, King Crimson <laughs> is like, Sex its powers, sense. like literally people have been memeing about King Crimson's abilities for the past decade. They don't understand it. No one understands it. It doesn't it, make, it doesn't any, make sense. any fucking it sense. It makes no fucking sense. But, like, oh, we can do this but, because of that. Yeah, but like, you see King Crimson and it's a, it's like a, it's like if you took a, a man, like, it's like if you took the Michelin man, right? That tire guy and turned him red exactly. and then compressed him and then gave him like, like an evil mask face. That's King Crimson. Imagine that. And then imagine like he has like weird time powers, some vague time powers. And he, when he fights people, he's so strong. He literally, he chops them in half. Like imagine like, imagine if I karate chopped you in half, John. And it's okay. the most, like when it happens in the anime, there's a scene, he punches a guy through his stomach, right? He, he donuts him. The Michelin man just donutted this Italian dude. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck did I just see? What did I just watch? So like, that's, that's what kind of, uh, I think that's kind of what made JoJo popular when the anime, when the anime came out. The cool scenes and how over the top and ridiculous it is, combined. That's why people like One Punch Man. Uh, yeah, that's, I think that's one of the reasons why people liked One Punch Man too. God, One Punch Man has the coolest fights yeah, I've ever seen. The stu I, I don't remember if it's Madhouse or Trigger. I I bet someone will correct me when they hear this, but one of those studios, they 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 amped it to 11, those scenes. I don't think I've seen scenes like that in an anime in, in forever. And it's, and it's so funny because the whole anime is basically like a parody. Yeah, it's a, it's a joke. It's a big joke. If, yeah. you, if you read the original manga, the artist, he draws it like shit. It's like, yeah. like it's like uneven lines. Saitama's yeah. head looks like a, a square sometimes. It's, like on purpose? Yeah, on purpose. Yeah. So when the manga got popular, they got a new artist to draw it. And he made it look like an actual real manga. And I think it kind of lost kind of some of the charm then. Because yeah. you didn't get the amazing animation and with the manga. So the original manga is still ridiculous to look at. I still actually read the manga, the the new manga for One Punch Man, but it's uh, it's it's hit or miss sometimes. I'm sometimes I'm into it, sometimes I'm not. But you know, I think it's one of the strengths of anime. It, you know, the ones certain anime. There's a lot of anime that's really fucking dog shit. But you know, the strength of some animes and the narrative that they tell in those stories, if it's the premise behind that narrative, if it's remote, if it's just ridiculous enough. The, and they take it in the right direction, and you know they don't push you too much. I think something really special can happen, and that's what—that's why I like JoJo so much. I mean, I think that's why I like it so much. Yeah. Thank, thank you. I do love this profound, beautiful, yeah. just like <laughs> what do we even call it? A profound. I mean, I mean, wait till you hear him talk about hentai. That's when the oh, waterworks yeah. will start going. Like, uh, yeah. I don't talk about that. So this thing about. Like Not Punch Man, you mentioned how it's very, it's lost its steam. Maybe, maybe, I can't talk. Mainly because of the the animation losing its its charm in the it's second just season. The, it's just the trailer we've seen. Okay. Maybe it'll come out and it'll look fantastic. Right. I'm skeptical. Right but now, now you, got, you got a company who's made a great product, right? A great, great movie. Um... And what movie? Uh, well, uh, sorry, show. Everyone loved it, and they. Uh, from what it sounds like, the animation is really. really One Punch Man movie be garbage. Not a movie, just the show. Whatever. They invested a lot in it, and the returns aren't going to be like a, a good example is Blade Runner, the new Blade Runner movie. Oh man, I really liked that movie when we saw it. Yeah, that was a good movie. I so liked it. it was really bold. 
It was really yeah. good, but it killed itself because so, it was almost too ambitious. Here's it's also long. Though. Like, I mean, that's the thing is I've been I've been looking at I mean, that was long. movies. Like, I, I I'll just go through Netflix and look at a movie to watch, and I see all these movies I've watched, like really really well done movies, and it's like almost always consistently just under two hours, just under two hours. And it's like that's the most perfect time. And you watch Blade Runner, it's like what was that? Almost like three hours. Yeah, almost, yeah, almost, yeah. Three, almost three hours. Yeah. But then there's movies like Heat that's over three hours. No, it's two fifty. Well, okay. Schindler's List is over three hours. Yeah. I've never seen that movie. I, have I will never it. watch it because I don't want to get fucking big sad. It's a, it's a really good movie. I'd recommend it. Yeah. I mean, but it's, it's like one of the saddest movies ever. It, like, by far and away, it's, it's supposed to be. It's a bit on the graphic side, but it's a pretty good one. I still haven't oh. seen it. I, I, yeah. I mean, again, it's, it's over three hours. It's I like would, trying to watch the Das Boot Director's Cut, which is like almost four hours. I would and recommend. it's just dudes in a submarine the whole time. Oh my god, yelling. I'd Steve. recommend drinking yeah. while watching. On Schindler's List, because <laughs> it really is, if you can really ply yourself with alcohol, you get big cry by the very end, and so, that's really what it's about. And then laying all the stones. Oh, I don't know. dude, you, you get like serious mad cry, and that's what it's all about. That was a brilliant way to end that movie. Though. Yeah, I, I know about the ending, and that's. Uh, that's I, really I, f- I feel weird when I get messed up and watch like a really heavy movie like that. That's why you well, should never no, do it. No, I love it. Like it, I, I feel sometimes like, you don't know when a movie's going to What, what you need man. to do is you need to really just listen to your body and drink just enough to really get yourself kind of plied, get the emotions lubricated. So that way when you hit like the crescendos in a movie, it just it hits you like a tank. Yep. I just, That's what it's about. I'm going to be honest with you, I avoid sad movies completely. I love because a good if, big sad. Honestly, if I want to feel sad, I can... Not because I don't want to feel sad, so I <laughs> yes. just av- I just <laughs> avoid true. things that'll make me sad. Sometimes they happen. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I see a heart a heartwarming scene, you know, or I see something that makes me feel some type of way. You know, a few tears come on, and I'm like, all right, I'm done. Well, it's you, best. You know why people like sad movies, right, Abdul? Well, it's like because they use it as a proxy, because they. Uh, I think a lot of people watch sad movies. Like specifically, the people that say sad movies are like their favorite. I think those kind of people, you probably won't see them cry, because they don't want to show that. They're psychotic and they don't show emotion. But if they if they if they watch a sad movie, then they can allow themselves to cry because it's like, well, the movie was designed to make me cry. You know. I didn't think about it that way. Mm. I mean, I I know a lot of people that watch sad movies for that kind of release. Like, I just I avoid sad movies, but I have I have cried watching some sad animes before. I have done that. It's yeah. some animes, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know yeah. how you could get... Te- I, just, I mean, I guess at the end of Cowboy Bebop, I felt emotional. Yeah. But not like, oh, I don't want to cry, you know. I, I don't know, just something... That's the weird thing about like any form of media, is that it, it shouldn't make you cry. It has the capacity that plays fig- Oh my god, Toy Story 3, man. I watched Toy Story 3. If I watched it from beginning to end, I will ball my fucking eyes out. By the time they're going down in that fire pit and they're like accepting their fate, I'm, I'm dead. I'm gone. Not receptive. Did you, did you see that they're making a new Toy Story? Yeah, I'm pissed because yeah. Toy Story 3 was the most perfect ending and money, Actually, I haven't money seen rules over all, man. I have not seen man. any Toy Story movie. Toy Story 4 but is but going it, to be the name. But I wouldn't have cried at Toy Story 3 if I hadn't grown up with those movies. If I hadn't True. watched VHS tapes of Toy Story 2 over right. over over again. And then Toy Story 3 comes out, I go see it with my mom and my two younger cousins, 
and they didn't emotionally react, my mom didn't emotionally react, and I'm sitting there with my fucking head in my hands crying my fucking well, eyes out. You got the same thing when me, man. You got the same thing when we went and saw... Watching uh, the finale uh, of The Office does it to me, too. You got the same thing when we went and saw Star Wars. Granted, we didn't grow... Uh, I mean, I'm sure all of us grew up Which watching one? it. The, the very most newest Force one? Awakens. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, like, when we went into that theater, I mean, there were a lot of little kids with their, with their dads, oh, and I remember when the the fucking Millennium Falcon shows up. Yeah, oh, yeah dude! Oh, it's man, it's everyone was so excited. I remember that. Yeah, uh, and then but there were also scenes where people were like, "Oh yeah!" And then you could, you'd like look over and see like a little kid with his dad, and he'd just be like, "That's a yeah." All those, all those thirty-year-old sweaty dudes who grew up with Star Wars. I know what that is. <laughs> I, I've seen that thing before. Yeah. I mean, The Force Awakens was like a good start for the new Star Wars thing, but I feel like the Last Jedi dropped the fucking ball. The last Jedi, solo movie. movie. The Last Jedi, yeah. Rogue One. I feel like, like it. Seeing The Force Awakens, I went and saw it at um, at the Minnesota Zoo. They have huge, a huge IMAX screen. I think it's the biggest one in the state, at least. <laughs> and uh, so that's the seeing the premiere of that movie was an awesome experience. Right. Mm-hmm. And I remember after the movie, like I was thinking, wow, I had a lot of fun watching that movie, but like I, I felt like I couldn't. There was something nagging me about it. When we watched The Last Jedi? Jedi. Yeah. Or no, when I watched The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens? Oh, okay. The premiere of The Force Awakens. But it was so exciting because it was the first... Like, new Star Wars. New Star Wars yeah. film yeah, that, was... that I could really... I could really digest myself. Like, I was old mm-hmm. enough to really digest it. Because mm-hmm. I, I remember I saw Episode 2 and Episode 3 in theaters, but I don't remember really seeing You were that. young, yeah. I was young. Yeah. I was a young kid. People forget about the... Exp- like... You can watch a movie in one setting and then watch it in another setting, be completely focused on it, but just at both times, but totally different experience. Like, I, I still remember when we went to go see Haosu, and we're in this, like, small theater with a bunch of other people, and that's, like, that's one of the craziest movies I've ever seen in my life. Probably one of the craziest movies ever made. Still just need period. to see it. I it's it's, really it's insane. And we saw it in this, like, small little local theater. Yeah, Haosu is literally almost like And just watching, YouTube. and just hearing everyone's reactions to it, all going like, what the fuck? I can't, because the second you think you understand that movie, it'll pull a fast one on you. And, yeah. Yeah. It, okay. and, and talking about uh, watching a movie two different times, having different reactions, the second time I watched Force Awakens, which was, like, a couple months after, I think, after the movie, I was like, "Wow, I, I don't think it was as good as I thought it was." Because the rose-colored glasses. No, are off. that's the thing. Where I, I thought the, the Force Awakens. After I saw it, I saw it one more time afterwards. I thought it. I didn't think it was amazing, but I thought, all right, this is a decent starting point. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is a good place to start. What happens next? Yeah, and, and then, then the Last Jedi comes Blue, out, and, and then Ryan everything. Johnson comes yep, in. and he ruins everything. It was like it's like people listen listen. The thing with him is like people do want to be surprised by things. I mean these these movies are incredibly like picked apart down to every tiny minute detail for fans to look for like clues for what's going to be in the next movie or you know certain things like this. People like to be surprised. Yep. I mean. And what's going to surprise these people other than what they're totally not expecting? Yep. And people were expecting subverting everything. Subverting your expectations. People yep. were expecting everything. So yep. this guy is so committed to subverting expectations that he makes the actual result of subverting that worse yep. than any other option. Yeah. It's like, who would who raise parents? Nobody. Psych. It doesn't matter. Yep. It doesn't who, matter. Who's Snoke? Nobody. Yep. What? 
is Luke? What's Luke gonna yeah. do? Psych! He's dead. He just <laughs> dies like a nerd. Like that's the wrong I'm number. Yeah. I remember watching the movie The Last Jedi the first time, and when those subversions came up, I I was like, oh, that's interesting. It's mm. a lot different than anything I could have thought of. But then I kept thinking about it, and yeah. it's like viewing it a second time, a third time. And I think I actually watched it four times. Oh my god, why? Right. It's about degrees of subversion. A good yeah. 90 degrees of subversion, that's good. But if you go and, a full 180, yeah. you go to the polar opposite of what people are expecting, yeah. and you do that for everything. Yeah. Yeah. But the yeah. subversion is only cool the first time. Yeah. Because it, it, it was things. a surprise. Mm -hmm. Now that you know what's going to happen, it's like, that subversion isn't satisfying at all. Yeah. Like, just having Rey have... Her, her parents not being a mystery, like just being nobody. We don't know. They're, That's they're, not satisfying. They'll, they'll probably and like maybe they'll subvert expectations. They'll throw it all back by the to third be fair, one. Honestly. Maybe in episode nine they'll bring yeah. that back into the picture. Holy fuck! Um, episode but nine. Just so fuck many me. things they did where it's like you just tanked a lot of your potential for like lasting impact. Mm -hmm. Yep. The, I, I, agree. I two things. I think the Force Awakens suffers from the tragedy, like the tragedy of. Darth Plagueis? Yes. <laughs> of, of, what do they call it? Sequelitis. Right? Where they, it, it's, I mean, it suffers from, it's just a build-up. And the thing about The Last Jedi, sorry. The Last Jedi is a build-up for, um, for whatever the next one's called. You're right, actually. Oh, it's just cursed right. by being Yeah, little, um, like, what was, yeah. what was the but, one that... I mean, like, you know the, the prequel movies, right? The first movie is not good. No. The first prequel, the first, it's not good. The second one's a little bit better. But the third one is, the third one is what got, got people hyped. Because everything finally comes to the crescendo, you know? Rewatch yeah. it, it's not as good as you remember. But, I mean, you can't watch those movies anymore without being like, Oh, there's another meme that yeah. someone made out of this exact scene. Oh, we're on number 79 oh, of our six. 1 million pans. But, the thing about The Last Jedi, the more I watched, or the, after I rewatched it, is that it's, it's, um... What was that movie? The Hobbit is a great example oh, of something yeah, that sets yeah. up the final. Like, all of them just set up the final battle. But at least they were setting up towards something. The Last Jedi has not set up towards anything. Yeah, you're right. It hasn't set up Literally anything. nothing. All yeah. it did is put yeah. all of our characters in the Millennium Falcon. There's yeah. no, like, what's gonna... I mean, I actually have a theory about how it's gonna go. But... Obviously, uh, Carrie Fisher can't be in it. Yeah, she passed away. Yeah. Well, they'll, they'll pull some Rogue One CG. No, what they're I don't, I don't think they're gonna do that. What they're gonna do is it's gonna start off at her funeral. Yeah, probably something like that. At, like, like as a throwback to the end of the Star Wars, like a mm. funeral as they're getting awards, they're gonna do the same fucking oh, thing. Maybe. But yeah, the Last Jedi didn't set up anything. All it did was create bullshit moments with no substance behind it. Well, for the for fans. See, the, the thing is, they don't have to set up anything. All the hard work has already been done. Uh, the Hobbit had this really bad. Or it didn't matter how bad the Hobbit movies were. Of course I'm going to go see it, because it's more Lord of the Rings. And the Hobbit movies were all pretty bad. Were they all pretty they bad? Were I haven't pretty seen them in a while. I thought, I thought the first one was okay, but the, the well, other the, two just felt really bloated. The, really the bloated. first one was not good, but it's like, alright, I can sit through this. The second one was horrendous and the third one like wasn't even really related to the book and uh the, see the third get, one was the worst you're, you're yeah, getting the same thing say. with these uh new star wars movies they don't have to be good you already love the franchise oh yeah they're just it, coasting it doesn't matter like you're still gonna eat out of the diaper well the cult, so, yeah, the cult uh, members are gonna lap it up anyway like so go it, to the fucking star wars celebrations and, and, and the, 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 the brand name is like big enough to where it 
if it's bad, okay, now I gotta go see it, find out how bad was it. Yeah. So they, it, they don't have to make good movies. Because the thing is, you're still gonna eat out of the garbage can. Solo failed. They just though. made it yeah. to uh, to sell porn plushies. You know, I I certainly what? hope so. Oh, those little and porn plushies and blue milk. Yeah. Uh, wait, but I thought the Hobbit was bad because they like shot it weird, or like it was in a weird like. The, like the frames per second was something off, and like people it's, got sick. Oh, no, the I, Hobbit. I don't know bad, but because the writing that was, was bad, a thing I heard. Where it, it was didn't like, follow the book all that close. It was the Hobbit is like a hundred twenty page book. You can fit it into one movie. It did not nine hours yeah. of the Hobbit. Yeah. If bullshit. the Lord of the Rings movies had the same amount of hour of movie two page. The Lord of the Rings series would be a couple hundred hours. Yeah, yeah. So well, it turns out, yeah, it turns out that making those like profit motivated decisions of having to stretch it out can often make things really shit. <laughs> like it worked when they had the Harry Potter movies and they put the seventh. I, I was actually just about to bring that up. Yeah. So they because both those parts are great. Yeah, but the um, so the new one, the the what's it called, Fantastic Beasts. And where oh. to find them? Yeah. So first oh, of all, yeah. the, the first movie of that is really good. If you I haven't seen it, actually, it's pretty good. The second movie, holy shit, it is like because well, the second movie had, requires Johnny Depp to act in it. Well, <laughs> and so do you know how washed up Johnny Depp is? Isn't he like a drunk? <laughs> he lives in like a mansion by himself, smoking weed and drinking wine. Like that sounds like a lot. There, there is a about? there is a Rolling sure Stone article, an interview they did with him. Insane. The man looks like an AIDS patient. He's so <laughs> not, he, okay. He not, like, not trivializing that disease, but he looks fucking emaciated. He is in. He looks. He's in so much crippling debt right now. Oh yeah. Do you, he's got a bajillion houses. And he has like twenty something houses. Let's like, just ask him to hang out with us and like. Johnny he Depp might Depp actually do. There was there was, there was a quote in the article where it was like they were going his accounts were pouring over his finances like, it's like oh you're spending like 10 grand a month on wine he's like what 10 grand I'm spending way more than that I'm like, <laughs> it's like how do you feel bad uh, for that person at all yeah and he had like a really bad divorce with his uh, wife well, like he was into was yeah there was accused of like Amber persona non grata in Australia for bringing fucking dogs in there that's, I, that's what I have been known I believe it was Amber Heard and first she said that uh, he was abusing, like physically abusing her. Yep. But what it turned out, I wouldn't doubt it, um, was that she was the one hitting him, and she was like, awesome. you know, engineering the whole thing to boost her acting career. And she said this like herself in legal testimony, I believe. She confessed. She confessed oh, yeah. to doing but, this. She but it doesn't matter because Johnny Depp is situation. turbo washed up, and Amber Heard is attractive. I, but I just think he's a. I think I think I think he's a crippling drunk. I think that's why. Uh, oh yeah, that's. I offer a solution for all of them. Yeah. It's a. Uh, my little friend Carl Marx, he's got some ideas of what to do with <laughs> oh, these people. Yeah. Yeah, there we so, go. Oh, this is why we weren't going to invite him. Just gonna, saying, man. Going to take him to the guillotine and like a bunch of cash just like falls out of the neck hole. Well, I mean... Does he have like 20 houses? Just make them work like, for the I mean, fuck me, point. man. Like, Not to say... But he doesn't have any money. He just owes money for all those oh, things. Oh, maybe he does. Yeah, but then he'll just do another Pirates movie and pay his taxes. That's what it is. You know he has to wear He has to wear an earpiece. He has to wear an earpiece to do those movies. To have someone feed his lines to him because he's so fucking washed up. Yeah, he can't even memorize lines. I mean, it doesn't help that those movies are not written very well. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not that crazy. Like Marlon Brando. No, no, no. The first few movies are very good. I think. First of all, first parts. But the ones after, the ones after with just Johnny Depp. 
Oh, those ones? Yeah, those ones aren't very good. Once no. once Orlando Bloom... I mean, the first three are fantastic. I still love those movies. I probably watch them once a month. <laughs> but, d yeah, after... Like, four was terrible. Oh, once oh. Legolas was out of there. Like, See, yeah. the, the, the point I'm saying is, like, Johnny Depp's rest of his career is going to be doing Jack Sparrow or Jack Sparrow s characters. Who knows? He may big set. So he's got kind of he's been kind of because like he used to be he used to be guy doing like weird independent movies all the time. Yeah. Like that was his thing. That's what he wanted to do. He didn't but want to be a blockbuster he may guy. Doing Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage has did the same thing. He got really washed out. I watched Mandy and, last but night. Dude, that movie is fucking yeah. crazy. Oh my god, Mandy is fucking awesome. That's really I awesome. love that movie. Highly, highly. It's so it. it Mandy looks like what a stoner metal. Oh yeah, sounds I was, like. was going to say like no, I was watching it and I was going through the first part of it. I'm like wow, this like droning synth music, these colors, these long shots. It's like this reminds me of Beyond the Black Rainbow. So I stopped. Yeah, and I looked it up. Same fucking guy. Yeah, it's the same guy. And and he's really? yeah. he's he's a very eccentric guy. Like those are the only two movies he's made. Can't make that. Have you seen Beyond the Black Rainbow? Where... <laughs> it's fucking insane. I I really like that movie. <laughs> Like it's I, not a. You were the only one who got necessary. through it. We tried to watch it together, and I remember. I watched it three that. times. I've gotten through <laughs> that thing three times. Isn't it I, just some like I telekinetic just, girl escapes from some weird? Yeah, I think it's always interesting exactly. to look at those filmmakers that really focus on the the visual. Yeah, their visual oh style. God, that, that like him, crazy. that guy, and I wish I could remember his name. The director of Mandy. I wish I could remember his name so I could say it. Panthos. Yeah, it's Panthos something. something. He's a he's a Greek guy, I believe. Yeah. Um, like him, uh, Wes Anderson's another one. Oh, Maybe it's his doppelganger. Pentos Lodigibos. Well, there was, who else is a very high emphasis on I mean, visuals? Quentin Tarantino does too. Nicholas understand. Winding Refn. Stanley Kubrick. Panos yeah. Cosmatos. That's yep. his name. Yes. For Mandy. That Panos. sounds like... That, his name so sounds like the movies he makes. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Cosmatos. Oh, um, so, I mean, it's not crazy in the sense that Mandy or like Tarantino is, but the guy... At, who did Hereditary? He's got a oh, yeah. weird cold. Style. He's coming out with a new movie. Yeah, also about a cult. No. Midsummer. Oh my god. Oh, that's that's him. Yeah, Midsummer. I can't wait for that because the Hereditary. Uh, it took me forever to watch, but holy yeah. shit, that is a roller coaster. I, I don't think I'd categorize him as someone who who really focuses on the visuals a lot. I'd say he more focuses on um, like a a very well rounded screenplay. Yeah, but I mean, like in Hereditary, it was. It, it just felt... Although I don't know if he actually wrote the screenplay to that. I don't know. I think He was he a director. Did. I don't know the actual involvement he had in the writing. Right. Or even the cinematography. Because some directors go a lot in cinematography. Is that a droning soundtrack makes a horror movie extra scare? Oh, yeah. Because well, that's, that's what... Uh... That's what Mandy is like, and that's what Hereditary is like. That. That's so, the best. A director who has amazing visuals is Jared Hess. If you take a look at... In my opinion, best movie ever made. No, no. Nacho Libre. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you, you laugh. Has he done any? What, what are the movies? I, I have no idea. I just, uh, I, I has just, he I, also done I just uh, looked Napoleon up his Dynamite? I, I don't really know, and I can't really be... I think you're right. I cannot be moved to give a damn, but Na Nacho Libre has amazing yeah. visuals. I watched it recently, and I was truly surprised by the... Sublime quality. I was so pissed when it got snubbed at the Oscars. Man. <laughs> yeah. It didn't even give, get a nomination. Hey, no, like you, that's when you know the movie's really good when it you, doesn't even make it to the Oscars. Yeah. Like hey, it's you, above that. Level. You you smirk so and laugh, but we we can sit down and watch it right now, and you will all be genuinely surprised 
at yeah. how good it is, how good the visuals are, Let's watch and it. how good the physical gags are. I everyone, all, everyone knows the most Patrician Awards, the Kids' Choice Awards. <laughs> yeah, and, that, that, and, it, and it's sweet. It's they, sweet. They, the throw kids those, they throw those Oscars in the trash when they get home. Those <laughs> orange blimps. You've yeah. seen the picture of Leonardo DiCaprio the trophy room. when he won the Kids' Choice Award? Who? No. Okay, so he Wait, won. what did he win that for? I don't remember. Wait, who won the Kids' Choice Award? Leonardo DiCaprio. He won <laughs> it for what? something before he won an Oscar. Oh, so when he got it, the he award, he was, like, he was like, his face, you can't see it on the, on the podcast, but he's like, like just, oh, he looks like. Was it, it like maybe it was Titanic? Or I, no, this was I recent. Can't, I can't Pretty think of a recent. movie that he would be in that yeah, Kids' Choice Award. might have done like, a guest voice. Well, I found it? a picture. It's from 2009. What I don't movie? know what it's for, but. Uh, well, do you see the picture? You Shutter Island. Yeah, 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 but it is only Shutter that, Island. Only that green <laughs> Shutter Island wins, wins best picture. Well, it's not gonna be for like Django Unchained, like best scene where you horribly murder black people. So it's gonna Kids Choice Award. So it's going to be the movie about Leonardo DiCaprio by Martin Scorsese, where he's insane and murdered his family. Okay, that's a Kids Choice Awards nominee. Shutter Island's so good, man. I actually haven't seen it. I, I haven't seen it either. Shutter Island is it is fine. Oh, there's read the book. Mm-hmm. So don't give away twists. I will kill he you. He just so. did. Speaking about Martin well, Scorsese. It, so. Okay. Speaking about Martin Scorsese. Uh, for my birthday last week, we were here for St. Patty's Day as well. Um, we watched The Departed, and we played a Departed drinking game. And this is after we had already done a couple Irish car bombs. Oh right? no! Oh dear lord! It was so I don't remember the rules, but me and Grant oh, got was, um... fucked. Up. Every time a phone rings, every time a like a racial slur is used, every time and you take a drink. Uh, every, time, every time, every yes. time someone says "rat," micro they say they're not a cop. Every time a someone cop. dies, every time you say microprocessors, <laughs> yeah. we got fucked. I couldn't even oh, make it happen. Alec I died halfway through that movie. Yeah. yeah. Every time Alec Baldwin like goes on, yells at someone. <laughs> I've watched uh, that movie so much in the past couple of, like weeks. It's it's that and Shooter are two movies that whenever they're on I could sit there and watch and enjoy. Yeah, Even yeah. though see, Shooter is so bad. See, I I know you like watching Shooter so much, but I actually tried to watch try to watch that movie and I couldn't. Shooter is I couldn't sit through it. Is Monka schlock, dude? It's terrible. It's just like it's your home a lot. You're like home from school when you were a kid and sick and you like are half half awake and you like turn on FX and it's on like halfway through and you're like, okay, and you just watch it and yeah, you're falling dude. in and out of sleep as it's going. Yeah, dude, that's so good. That is an entire category of movies I put stuff into. I don't like those kind of movies. I can't do it. It just makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, like uh, Perfect Stranger with Bruce Willis and Halle Berry. Remember that movie? Oh, that's a good one. Never seen no. it. Really? You ever okay. seen uh, Birth of a Nation? You guys always bring I'll watch that every time. I, I have seen Birth of a Nation. I did have to watch it for my history class. It was the world. It was the first blockbuster in it the U.S. The That's such a fucked up yeah. fact. That's strange. You know, I was actually just uh, listening to a podcast earlier today about race riots, and how it is. Uh, oh, and they burn down whole cities. And yeah, and how it's just not really all that fun to be. Black. Was it Tulsa, the one where it was like they they called it like the Wall Street for black people, pretty much? Like it was where all the really. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and then they like carpet bomb them or something. Yeah, and they just fucking burn their whole city down. I think it was yeah. Tulsa. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that, that's something that happens every like. 20 to 30 years. Just is. to just to balance the scales. No, no, with relative precision. does the Thanos meme <laughs> perfectly <laughs> with cut the shots of the race oh riots. My God. Well, no, it's with, someone perhaps we with, should move this away. With relative predictability, if you look at America's track record, 20 to 30 years you can get that. Every 5 to 20 years you can expect a couple mass burnings at the stake. 
this is just what American history is. Speaking of every five years, uh, the new, uh, on the top of movies as well, the new Endgame trailer came out oh, about yeah. a week ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Barely showed anything. I have yep. I, I, the Marvel juice is drained from my soul. I, I the Marvel care. juice. I don't care about those movies anymore. Well, oh, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited. Unless for Endgame. I'm excited for it. I'll watch yeah. it just because Infinity War was good, and so I want to see how it ends, but. Brie Larson's really There's all cute. those memes about they're going to beat Thanos by Ant-Man expanding <laughs> his ass or whatever. Everywhere. <laughs> that's a legitimate strategy. <laughs> I certainly hope that happens. If I was Ant-Man, that's, that's what uh, I would do. But uh, yeah, honestly, paying his ass. Yeah, like, right. That'd be good viral marketing. Like Marvel secretly puts out these Ant-Man ass-expanding memes. <laughs> they just sift it through like oh. money laundering. And then the movie comes out and he actually does that. See, one of the things I don't like about the Marvel movies is, like, their powers don't really matter, because, like... When you have so many superheroes, it really does Because you're like, you get someone who's new to Marvel, like me, a year ago, and I'm like, who's the most powerful guy? And you kind of just go... Well, that's the problem when you have most powerful guy being a fucking demigod, and the least powerful person being a, a woman who shoots guns. She, she shoots guns really well and does karate kicks, but that, that disparity makes it boring. See, see there, there are really dumb, dumb things. Like, um, I think it's in, like, Iron Man 2, where Tony Stark is able to make a army of, like, his Iron Man suits. That's funny. But the thing is, he just chooses not to use that to protect people. So it's like, that's real, that's a, that is a stupid plot no, point. So- it's like, I could solve these problems, but you know what I'm gonna do? Not solve the problem. Well, first of all, Iron Man two was crap. Yes, <laughs> I'm. I'm not well, saying like it's. And secondly, no, Iron Man three was the one where he had the army of robots. I think Iron no. Man two. No, was, he had some in Iron Man. Iron Man they two was where Mickey Rourke rode. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, they fight the Iron Man suits. Yeah. 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 So I wanted to say. The reason Marvel feels like that is because Marvel's power scale is a lot different than DC's. It's ridiculous. DC's yeah. power scale is a little ridiculous. Like, it's universe-bounding, mind-altering stuff. There's literally... In Marvel, there is God. There's mm-hmm. you. There's a character in Marvel called the One Above All, who's supposed to represent actually God. The world <laughs> over heaven. Yeah, yeah. so... And you know, in uh, it's basically the same. No, in, uh, in DC, yeah. excuse me, in DC, there's the one well, above all. Marvel doesn't have that. So Marvel has mutants. They have the X Men. That's something. Mm-hmm. And then Marvel also has, I mean, which Disney has. They have by some. The they have some. You know, they have the Titans. You know, the Titan Thanos and all that stuff like that. But DC has the old gods, the new gods, like a bunch of different. Planes of existence, hell, heaven, every like uh, you know, every mythology's world is in uh, DC. So DC, DC scale is huge. That's what I'm trying yeah, to. Like yeah. the Greek gods. Yeah, no, like Her- Hercules is a character. There's a Hercules character. So, I mean, that's why like if you want world-shattering stuff, you kind of go to DC. If you want more kind of. <laughs> I'd say it's more grounded in normal stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's more Marvel, but even why? with the you know the stuff that's happening right now. But why? And the whole like, <laughs> Doctor Strange with the fucking deity. Yeah, so, with, with the so yeah, Marvel has some uh, outlier characters that are ridiculous. Doctor Strange is one of the most powerful characters in the in the Marvel universe. 
Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, if you go off the comic books, he has he's one in, of the kidney stones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, like Doctor Strange, like the the way they used him in uh, End War was really stupid because End they just War. like End War. Oh, End War. End Clancy's End War. No, or, oh, you, whatever. You, Infinity War. Infinity yeah, War. yeah, that's what you Well, whatever they had him do was like a. He just fought that. Well, no, they just had him sit down and then like explain the plot of the next couple movies and say like, hey, we already won. I looked in the future, so see ya, just sit around and wait for it. Yeah, yeah. So like so Which is such a stupid plot point. Yeah. Like we it's a superhero movie. He was he was underutilized. We know the good guys are gonna win anyway, but to explicitly say in the beginning of a multi part miniseries and say like, Alright, well, we already won. He doesn't say that. He does. No, he, he, no, says, he, he says, says we win in one out yeah. of 14 million. Yes, he, so yeah. he found the way, and he said, this is the only way, and he gets the ball rolling. But he doesn't Boom. reveal it. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't, yeah, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't have the time to explain it. Doesn't necessarily, I mean, they're going to yeah. win. Well, yes, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to yeah. win, though, because... That's, that's yeah, and what that could cost. be contingent on so many well, other yeah, decisions. He can see the future, but he can't control it. Well, they it. already yeah. give away that they're what cost, because the movie's called Endgame. The whole point is it's a chess reference, yes. where the endgame of chess is where you're sac- like. There's the beginning, middle, and end of chess, and the end of chess is when you're doing a lot of sacrifices, a lot of gambits. The a thing lot of I'm gonna tell you this sacrificing right now, your good pieces. There's no way that they're gonna leave all those characters dead. There's no I way don't they don't think so. Robert Downey Jr. Well, ain't coming back. Yeah, yeah. The fuck that. He, he, well, he's coming back. If you just look at the trailer, he suits up again. No, no, he's oh. coming back. But there's no way he's. He, they're, coming they're, back they're contracts. Movie. Oh, for another movie? Yeah, yeah the no, I think he's those OG Avengers. They're all fucking on, dude. Me and Nate were discussing this. We're like, someone's going to die. Like, it's gonna be Tony Stark. Captain, or whatever he's called now. Captain America? Yeah. Or he doesn't beat, like, Steve Rogers. Or Cap- oh, yeah. Crunch. Captain Crunch. Thor. Captain Thor. Crunch. Or one of D. Those, one of those all of the here. above. Like, See, that's the thing about Marvel, though, is I thought it would be really pandering to people's like, oh, I, everyone's gonna come back. Right? They're just gonna get no. the time stone, reverse it all, and everything's good. But no, some characters they, are gonna die. I, I think they've done a really good job of subverting, you know, expectations. Because, like, okay... Half the fucking universe dies. Wait a minute. Why did none of the plants go away? Uh, I think they don't have soul. I think I think it meant when he said that that's true. Yeah, sentient yeah. beings that, uh, that yeah, souls. Because well, there is one of the stones on the Infinity Gauntlet is the soul stone. Yes. So the soul, and we don't necessarily know that the plants didn't. Some well, plants you didn't see any plants go away. Is the thing. Yeah, yeah I mean, we just saw a bunch of people. See- oh no, yeah. they were standing in uh, Wakanda, and it was still pretty yeah. fucking. Great. But well, do you I'm, think it's? Do you think it's yeah, okay, maybe for... maybe eliminates entire species of some plant, and then not? Well, all what if there's well, like a half human, half plant, no, no. half alien hybrid? Do you think half the group? Do you think half the Venus flytraps went away? Yeah. No. Thanos half the weed went away, dude. No, he got really take out Thanos. Thanos said his motivation for getting rid of half of the universe was for resources. Sure. That the universe right. couldn't support the amount of people the in right now. Resources. So, uh, because he has the Infinity Gauntlet, he can determine what gets wiped. Why wasn't he just make more resources? 
Wait, why doesn't Thanos just blow up the Infinity No one said Bucket? Thanos was a smart... Uh, uh, well, not. I'm just saying, like, if, if he because, can do... Because, Ryan, there's if no he can movie do it, if they don't do that. Well, yeah. Okay, so the movie's made on a dumb premise, and they tell you how the I actually the think it's an interesting premise, because Thanos it, thinks he's right. I yeah. think... That he's a psychopath, and yeah. that... I think the premise can be whatever they want it to be, as, well, long, I mean, as, it's, as long as it's executed well. And, it and Infinity War was executed yeah. almost I would like, say the surprise perfect. wasn't so much that he won, because I figured he was going to win, because yeah. it's boring he if he doesn't. Yeah. The surprise was that they killed off the characters that they did. So now yeah. I'm like, wait, you get off all the Guardians of the Galaxy are dead, but this dumb blue cyborg lady is alive? That's like the uh, most yeah. interesting uh, character? The raccoon's still alive. Yeah, rock, yeah, rock, yeah Rocket's still alive. Also, the thing is Fuck with Thanos is like, disregarding like morals, he's not wrong. Yeah, he is. He's yeah, a fucking yeah, he murdering wait, wait, psychopath. Wait, wait, dude, wait, but that's the point. He's not wait, wrong wait. about how... Let Jake make his case. No, he's not wrong because the whole thing is if you get rid of half the population, that population can continue going on because they'll have enough resources. No, if we were all systematic we're, beings, okay. it would be a good idea. Because if, if he brings it down to the carrying capacity of the universe, that means for everything born, an equal amount has to die because if he just drops it down to the carrying capacity, Oh. That means you're already at the cap. So like yeah. you're so you're so, sitting on your a woman's in labor, so there's a fifty fifty chance she's gonna shoot out a baby or just dust out of her vagina. Yes. is what you're saying. Like, <laughs> because that that's the that's a real that's a no, so no, no. you're big already fucking at the right carrying capacity. So like, all right, well we got this new baby. Let's find an old person. Let's, but that's let's having her. having five hundred quadrillion beings in the universe and adding one to that isn't adding another 500 quadrillion beings well, to it. No, no, but he dropped it down to the... No, so, capacity. okay, so there's just something that we actually talked about in one of my classes. The fear of overpopulation. The, the, the Malthusianism. Yeah, so the thing is, is that what happens is, first of all, our Earth even now can support way more. Yeah. We have not tapped into the resources of Earth fully yet. It's we can crazy to think, though, there way are 8 more. billion people in the world. Yeah, so we could support I way more just I for... It was 6 billion, and it was crazy. I yeah. think 16 billion is sort of the looked at as the cap if people drop their consumption down. I, I, I don't know what the actual cap is. I'd have to look. But we can, we can support way more. But the thing is, is that the population kind of corrects for itself, eventually. We, I, don't even, I don't even think we'll reach the cap in our lifetime. I don't. I don't think we'll. Re- I don't even think we'll get close in our life. Probably a super bug might cut yeah. us down. Yeah, yeah, but but I think the population. Yeah, with all the anti-vaxxers. Yeah, well, well, the population will correct for itself. So Thanos is stupid. Uh, he's not using the Infinity Gauntlet to its full potential. If he actually used the Infinity Gauntlet the way that the comics describe its power. He could solve all the problems. He yeah, didn't need to get rid of the half. The point is that he's yes. a psychopath. Yes, he's a psychopath, yeah. and we need a movie. He's yes. also what he wanted to do. He yeah. just wanted to kill things. So is he the best Marvel villain they've ever put yes. out? I can't think. He's of the most one. complex one, really. Yeah. yeah. In in my opinion, he's the best superhero villain that's been put in a movie. Yeah. yeah. Just because I can't of, think with of the exception one. of Dark Knight Joker. Yeah. Or some other, or Jack Nicholson Joker, even because Joker's well, an amazing character. Because it's not like he wants. It's not necessarily that he wants power, he just wants to, like, he wants to put order back into the universe. He feels like he's the only one who can correct. Exactly. From a a writing standpoint, I'd say, in the style of a superhero movie, like, like, so corrupt. I think it's between Thanos and Joker for who's the best, but they're so totally different styles that it's hard to compare them, really. Mm -hmm. But as far as, like, straight up, like, vanilla superhero. 
movie level, yeah. I think Thanos yeah, is the I best villain. Thanos just because better. of how much care and effort they put into making you understand his motivation. Mm -hmm. Because when you understand a villain's motivation, when you understand what he's trying to do, even if you also understand that it, it won't work the way he thinks it will or whatever, mm -hmm. you still can connect with that character. And when you can connect with that character, you get invested. And when you get invested, the movie's fun. Yeah. Honorable mention is Kevin Spacey in the Superman movie. When he, when he yells it and he's like, how, how are you going to stop me? And she's like, Superman. And he goes, wrong! It's the best thing I've ever seen. He's comically villainous. That's the best part of that fucking movie. Or um, Danny DeVito as Penguin. Yes. That is the best. That's just villain. nightmare fuel. That's <laughs> you know, he's fucking freaky. I love all those edits that people do of like scenes in that movie and they'll put over like Frank Reynolds' lines over it. <laughs> so Thanos also has really he has, just has results based thinking he saw his planet die I, I'm gonna talk keep talking about Thanos sorry uh, he saw sure. his uh, like who knows there you know who saw their planet die who me did the planet get blown up in Dune Caillou I wanna watch the fucking new Dune movie is what I wanna see have you seen the ending of Caillou where like well Asgard gets, gets blown up yeah <laughs> <laughs> that part's you, fucking weird you, you know Asgard gets destroyed in Infinity War remember that well, in the movie, the Thor movie oh, before. Ragnarok. Yeah. yeah, Ragnarok. Asgard gets destroyed. Yo, are you saying Asgard? Best Asgard, part yes. Asgard about Asgard. Thor Ragnarok. Don't make fun of how I talk, Luke. Asgard. Is the Hulk gets erectile dysfunction. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> That's a fun movie. Uh, could you say that Bruce Banner's Hulk form is his... His erect, not erect. We've all seen the infamous GIF, right? It depends what critical lens you're using. Abdul is definitely. <laughs> you've seen the. You guys have seen the infamous so GIF, right? Where we, Hulk we, turns we, to look at Black Widow and they. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then it's that. it's it's some like stretched out like porno with <laughs> oh. the, the guy called tinted green and it's like a huge <laughs> thick cock. <laughs> what is this? Okay, so oh I'm gonna God. describe a GIF for you, Abdul. <laughs> So it's it's a shot from I think the first Avengers movie yeah. where Hulk just kind of like looks over. He turns around and grins. He turns yeah. around and grins, and then it cuts to like a close-up shot of like people fucking in mission. Uh, no, position. no. First he first he, it's, he, he turns to look at Black Widow, and Black yeah. Widow's like standing staring up, and then he grins, and then it cuts, and then it, and then it cuts to uh, a porno where people are fucking in the missionary position, and it's it's uh, the cameras. I'm trying to explain this. I've never had to explain a gift before, I think. But the camera's situated, like, right right where the ball sack goes into the... I mean, the ball sack doesn't go into it. Yeah. I, I know what you mean, know what I'm saying. It's, it's right underneath, like this, right? Uh, yeah, and so, yeah, and so what they it. did what they did to make it look like Hulk was... They stretched it out, and then they tinted it green. <laughs> oh my god. That's, yep, that's, that's the one. What's this fucking iconic, dude? <laughs> that is person. I hate that. Yeah, it's it great. looks it looks so like it looks By painful. I looked up. It looks so aggressive. All I did is I looked up the Hulk. Hulk fuck guess. <laughs> There's was, a bunch of that was like a classic like four chan shot. Like it was with great. It. Oh, oh. there's so many. There's probably well, a goatsy variant. That always yeah, reminds yeah. me of, of of the image of a. Uh, a, a guy has a flashlight in between his mattress, and he has a, a printed out picture of Yoda on top, <laughs> and the flashlight's green. I love that. Oh man! Oh, oh my god! These are the things green private parts. That's 
Green. Well, that's now oh, the discussion. Green. So, <laughs> green genitals. One of my favorite gifts is so. You, you ever heard like this thing is called deep fakes? Apparently, oh, yeah. people use oh. AI to like put other people's faces on other. There's a really good people. one. With they put like famous actresses yeah. on like they'll like put their faces on like porn actresses so while a scene's going on. My favorite, really good one, with Steve Buscemi on yeah. uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Is they you take <laughs> so what you do is you take gay porn. And you put Jordan Peterson's face as both people. <laughs> oh my god, what, one of my favorite one of my favorite YouTube videos of all time is the one where they did an edit of like um they they took two different Joe Rogan podcasts with Jordan Peterson and then made him talk to himself. Yeah. They oh did one god. where it was Joe Rogan meets Ro Jogan. He's like talking to himself, he's like uh, smoking weed. That's the weed one with with that uh uh that Eric posted in our group where it was uh like they were smoking weed with the music, and then it just Alex Jones going up, and then the interdimensional is, uh, <laughs> the, the interdimensional globalists are, are bringing in chemtrails to wait. Uh, so, do you guys think Joe Rogan's gonna get thrown under the bus? To castrate when, when, when we inevitably have like a fatwa against far right people, and it becomes like a lot more acceptable. Like once once the far right spell is broken, I think it will be broken. Eventually, who knows how long it could be. Uh, and it, and these people, people are gonna, gonna get die. are gonna a get vilified, right? Yeah. Is Joe Rogan gonna get thrown under the I bus? No, I, 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 I he said he's had Jordan Peterson, he's had Ben Shapiro, he's had Stephen Crowder, he's he, had a lot of really. He good also has uh, radical socialists. Candace Owens on the show. show. Yeah, I, I feel like he does yeah. it in as like. Yeah, I mean, people. I think people give Joe Rogan too much credit. See, he's not like a fucking like. Villainous mastermind. No, like, he, he, I'm gonna make all these right wing. I, mean, I literally think he, go just, to the media. he just invites those guests on he because just, he knows they'll get views. Yeah, and I, and honestly, people look at that. That they're very myopic. They look at that one percent of guests he has on. Ninety percent of his guests are stand up comics, or MMA people, right, or right. nature people. That's, See, that's. I think I think Joe Rogan is friendly enough with the center that he won't get lambasted the, like that. I don't the think. problem with Joe Rogan is he's like easily fascinated and not particularly bright. And he doesn't fact check. Like, he sounds no, like he's endorsing like whatever anyone's saying because like his smooth monkey brain is just blown by. Well, like yeah, Joe, yeah. Joe Rogan believes whatever he's heard in the last fifteen minutes. Like, he's he's not got the memory of a goldfish. He has taken one too many. I think he's taken one too many blows to the head. He's not particularly bright, and. He will sound like a neo-Nazi if he's talking to a neo-Nazi. He will sound like a Stalinist if he's talking to a Stalinist. So, I don't think he's far right or far left. I just don't think he's, like, bright enough to, like, think I, those thoughts. I think he wants to, when he's doing a podcast, he wants to keep the conversation going as consistently as possible. So, he probably, you know, if he's talking with a neo-Nazi, he's going to engage them with neo-Nazi topics, right? That's just being a host. But if, yeah, if but I, I get you, I, if you're being the host yeah. of a like a like CNN, which is pandering to a certain audience, or like Fox News, right? You only lean into that. But as someone who I would say he's journalistic, where he's he has all these people on, he's trying to to share. I don't know whether he's just fascinated with like why would you want Alex Jones on your podcast? You know, unless you were really in. I think Alex he's Jones. friends with him. You know? I, yeah, I, I think, think they're he, like they used to. He used to. There's like the you guys, you guys know, clip where he and Joey Diaz go on Prison Planet, like because. Or uh, Alex Jones' old podcast, and Joey Diaz just goes off Did about shit from the prison planet. So what? get out, uh, eject. Nice thing. Escape about, from the, the prison, prison planet. planet. Uh, <laughs> thing okay. that's kind of fun about Alex Jones is he's really one of the only people who's focusing time on 
both selling protein supplements and taking down the interdimensional time travel <laughs> time traveling psychic vampire globalists. Yeah. And it's nice to see someone who's like both a beat salesman and also like a freedom fighter who's fighting against sixteen foot tall reptilians. And that's kind of nice. Yeah, but then you, you go don't after, see but that then very you lose, often. But no. you lose me when you go after the fucking Sandy Hook parents. Like, well, and yeah. I was, oh, hey, man. that was Parts ridiculous. Did you, see, did you see the most recent uh, Alex Jones, Joe Rogan oh, podcast? Did he go out about the New Zealand shit, or what? Oh, well, he, he clarifies that situation. And I don't know how, like, truthful it even is, but he, he basically rescinded that. He's... He believes now that it really happened. The damage and he, has and he been apologized. done. His fucked up followers I mean, are going to believe that regardless. Mm, they'll probably just say, oh, he's getting, he's saying done. this, but he's being pressured by the deep state. Like, that's the thing with conspiracy theories. You can always dig a further hole. You can go further down. Yeah. If but someone you debunks your shit, you just debunk the debunking by... If, well, he could have... Well, he, he could have avoided... Yeah. He could have avoided talking about it at all, but he chose to apologize for it. No, so that's not it at all. That far. That like, is, how much farther can dude, you go? That's not it at all because he understands that his true fans know that he's fucking the deep stake in the ass. I, I think he he understands <laughs> yeah, that like his his true fans know that. Like, uh, where's my deep state parody porn? It's, yeah. it's <laughs> I haven't seen it. He's yet. just fucking like. like I would have figured we get more state. Donald Trump parody porn by this point. Like Donald Trump fucks the deep state. Like yeah, I, she I deep really throat state or something that, like so that. You know deep, where is that? I don't the deep throat state. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, no, I'd, I'd like to live in that state. Wait, so so wait, what did he what did he rescind? Did he rescind his Sandy Hook thoughts or? Yes, he took he, him long enough. He does yeah. not believe, and apparently he's that wasn't the first time he apologized for it. I, I, yeah, he's probably, I, mean, I think he had to do it in court or something. Well, then get into the bottom of the deep state. What's interesting is that um, when when he was in court for whatever I could his I divorce proceedings. he said he. Part of his defense was that um, was yeah, he was playing a character. Yeah, yeah which and is something we've known since like the '90s, when it was like Alex Jones and like George Norrie and stuff talking about like, I don't know, like what do you think Sasquatch's favorite beer is? Yeah, like it, it's not and hands. I I watched this. I watched that whole Joe Rogan podcast, the most recent one with Alex Jones, and hearing him talk, if he's doing a character, that's incredibly impressive. The way he can he can sit in it for so long and not break character. Well, you remember in the Prestige, this is like really (laughs) far. How the guy, the performer, that ninety-year-old performer, can do the trick with the goldfish, right? The old Chinese guy. Right. You've seen that movie, right? Yeah. Okay, so he's like, and they're they're questioning like, this this is the real always in character because they're like, how could this guy lift this filled water bowl without being without like pulleys. He doesn't use pulleys. Okay, well, then he is pretending to be an old man all the time. To be, like, frail and shit like yeah. that. Yeah, you know? so it's like, oh, so that that becomes... This is the I mean, like, magic. Like, yeah, how long do you pretend before it becomes real? Yeah, so maybe Alex Jones is... I mean, and Aren't listen there to what a bunch he of said. cases of, like, women That's a good dressing point. up as men or something like that and getting away with, like, for, like, being, like, a nurse or something like that? There's a million, like, there's gotta be Brian. Historical examples of women uh, impersonating men. Yeah, there's a couple good examples from the American Civil War. There's yeah. a lot of. Yeah. Uh, Have you guys ever seen Mulan? Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. No. I. I anyway, Alex, get to your real examples. Okay. Can, let's get down to business. All right. So, like Alex Jones' podcast. <laughs> he daily produces a four-hour podcast. I have listened to two really? episodes. It's four this hours. Is, Holy shit! Do you know how he does this? 
Uh, three okay. of those hours are commercial. Oh, yeah, it's like Tim <laughs> selling his shit. Yeah, we gotta, we, people, you gotta realize here, some of these people are genuinely ideologi- ideologically motivated. A lot of them are also just fucking grifters. Alex well, Jones. There are a lot of them are grifters. Alex what kind of people are you talking about? Not ideologically motivated. Far right people. Yeah. Alex, it's just the latest thing now, and a lot of people are just jumping on the Alex train. Alex Jones is just a, a happy water filter salesman. That's all he is. <laughs> Guys, yeah. have you heard like, of uh, Catalyst Mints? No, I haven't. Catalyst? No, yeah, yeah really. Alex Jones is basically just a salesman. Yeah. He's just a mouthpiece to get money out of your wallet. Though he does say, like, really wacky stuff, like, um, this ointment will get, like, uh... Increase your testosterone! Make your hair grow back! It, it will increase your testosterone. This soy-based like, ointment will prevent the soy from it'll destroying get those, your brain. It'll also get those Jew ghosts out of your house. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow! Huh! That's, that's a funny turn there! Like, man, it's honestly, so fucked up. something okay, something I felt since the you know the, the shooting happened in New Zealand yeah. is that I feel like the far right now, not just the far right, I feel like even some of the moderate right are pushing an agenda really to keep the agenda that they push. I don't think they believe most of it. I don't think they believe most of what they say. Well, I think they I think they push it because. You know, you have some people that agree with some of it, yeah. and then you have other people that agree with it because it gets them some sort of monetary benefit. Mm-hmm. So, so I feel like, like a lot of you know Republican senators, I feel like they're they're just in there because there's monetary benefit. For well, them. they got to appeal to their base, and sometimes their base are more rabid than they ever will be. That's just how it I, goes. If I had to guess, I would assume that at least sixty percent of politicians are basically just in it for the money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's I, a, I'm a cynic. I'm gonna say ninety. <laughs> if you yeah. ask Charles de Gaulle, that's why I said at least. Yeah, Charles de Gaulle, one of the greater um, French uh, politicians of probably the past three hundred years, he has this great quote that he is amazingly surprised whenever he meets anyone who believes anything, because that's well, if you're in politics, you have to be a nihilist. You can't like actually believe. What you're saying and you, be in you politics. Don't necessarily that, have to be a nihilist. You just have to, you know, be willing to, to say whatever du- you have, you to, have yeah, to. Yeah, you have to be duplicitous. Essentially. Yeah. 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 Right. Well, I, I guess that's why people like like Bernie Sanders so much is that his views have been fairly consistent. Like he, his li- he got like arrested for like civil rights, not like an endorsement of Bernie Sanders, but like you know, like he got arrested for like civil rights shit. There's like old letters of him, like a mayor of a a bumfuck. Vermont. Yeah. Well, I don't think Birmingham is really buttfuck Ver- What did I say? Bumfuck? Yeah. Bumfuck Vermont. <laughs> and he, like, wrote a... And just a mayor of a town in, in the U.S. And he wrote a letter to, like, the Queen of England. No, he wrote to Margaret Thatcher about the Troubles, like, when the IRA and that shit was mm-hmm. really at fever pitch. And, like, saying, hey, maybe stop treating Irish people like shit. And it's like, how do you think... A, how do you think you have that much clout as someone like that... As a, as a mayor of a town, why why would why would Margaret Thatcher ever listen to you? I don't know. No, I mean, so, I mean, why I've, do why do just normal citizens? No, no I, Bar- Margaret Thatcher is burning it out. Yeah, but he's not even a UK citizen. No, I feel like citizen. I feel like we're we're reaching a tipping point here. Americans, especially oh, yeah. the poorer ones, have been being baited, baited by conservatives to think that the conservatives are doing what's best for them for a long time, mm. and they're wising up. And they're not gonna they're not gonna let themselves get baited like this anymore. Because whenever you know, conservatives are for it's the traditional conservative view, view is for business, right? Big mm-hmm. business. Yeah. So, you know, when you elect someone 
who lowers corporate tax rates and then increases tax rates on the middle and the poor poor class enough times you're gonna realize oh wait this guy's fucking me and they've been fucking me for a long time yep, and when, I'm sick of it when the, Am- All right. when the Amazon chastity belts come out like I, <laughs> yeah it's gonna happen man I'm, I'm gonna interject here real quick I think this is the first time we've ever actually like talked about politics like this mm-hmm. on the podcast mm-hmm. um, I would just like to put in a little disclaimer that we're not um, trying to push any sort of political well, we don't agenda I, we're not endorsing <laughs> yeah, I mean as the SNASCast we're not I mean this is these we are officially enlightened centrist. That's our that's our idea. We are the enlightened centrist. We float up into well, the sky. We don't we don't have to be centrist, but I just want to be clear that you know the style of these podcasts is just us getting people together and talking about things like right. politics. Um, we don't we don't really we don't plan at all about what we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. We so, talk about politics and how much we love other men. So if you want to smash the libs, donate to our Patreon. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm so, just saying with with, with politics, it, it just gets touchy with people, oh yeah. especially will, in today's world. But regardless, so of I need politics, to put that disclaimer in. There. We are living in a very take surreal... everything we say with a grain of salt. That's all. Yeah. I'm saying. Well, I, but do I, you research? We're yes. at the end of an age. America has been a far-right country since around the mid-50s. It was <laughs> it's a, a bold statement. Well, no, there, there was a major shift in the post-World War II uh, boom where a lot more people got a lot of money, yeah. and then they began to dismantle all the mechanisms the through far which they right? got money. Wait, the, yeah, no, the we, love we, generation was far right? Yes, we've been in an increasingly far-right country since the 1950s. That, that's when the march began. It, so... Union membership in this country used to be around ninety percent. Like labor perspective, I mean, so I agree with you. are yeah. the highest income bracket in this country used to be ninety eight percent. I just don't know why we we kowtow to the, the ultra rich so much. You should. It, well, we have so much. It's yeah. been well. It's leftover Cold War propaganda that has been allowed to sit and stew for long enough to the point where people are willing to throw away their self interest and their civil rights in the name of making someone else money. So basically what the far right has been doing since, I, I think Richard Nixon is really the perfect example of this. He started like doing his meddling in the late 40s, early 50s, when he really started changing what the Republican Party was. Southern and strategy. he's been selling cuckolding to the American worker for a long time. And you're right. Uh, no, like you're, you're right. You're right. That's actually true. Also, the Southern strategy: conservatives are racial all about ideology. making yeah. cuckolding palatable. Can you wait? Wait. Can you give an example of that, just to okay. give an idea of what that looks like? So, yeah, I don't think we can like, run with the direct quote of Republicans so are all about cuckolding. An example of this is: let's look at the American South, which is just a sucking, gaping hole of tax dollars. It does nothing but suck in federal tax dollars. The South as a whole is... Do you mean now or in the 50s? Right now, okay. in the the red Republican South is, for the most part, just basically a... a they're a silly welfare for tax bonds. dollars. It is, they are in net loss. Mm. Uh, they suck in federal dollars because they refuse to raise money to take care of themselves. Because they've been... Uh, they've been selling this line to uh, poor people in these states that you know what's going to make your life better and get you more amenities well, not having amenities because no. you know you know who's gonna <laughs> you know who's gonna get those schools built and get a you know the the bathrooms fixed and the leak and the roof built yeah. not the government with tax dollars for the schools but if we get rid of the tax dollars, 
then a business might do it. Wait, I'm I'm still waiting for an example. He's talking about tax this, subsidies. This is the example. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, it seems like a vague example. So do you remember when you might have seen the news that Amazon was trying to like open up a second headquarters? And there are all these cities like trying yeah, to sucking yeah. sucking Jeff Bezos' dick so they could get the headquarters. <laughs> right. And a big part of that was give us a shitload of tax breaks and we'll build this headquarters. Again. Yeah. And that's why it didn't end up going in New York because they see, had this. Another actually a really good example. This is a recent example and one that's more specific. Scott Walker in the state of yep. Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. that's a big where one. Scott Walker's political he's the governor of Wisconsin. If people don't can know be um, sort of summed up as. Where he just he's he's like this gremlin crawling around. Did you did you say jobs, sir? Yeah. yeah <laughs> yes. Okay. He's like this golem crawling around, smashing unions, so he can get more jobs that pay almost nothing. Yeah. But yeah. Right to What's the jobs. point of jobs if they don't pay shit? Okay. So and yeah. here's that how that general strategy works is if so businesses are slaves. able to pay workers less than the workers can live off of, the workers then require welfare. I'm trying to think of a way to say this quickly. Yeah. So if if the workers are you can take your time. If the workers yeah. are sucking in welfare dollars, we'll do a communist manifesto bonus to augment for... their low pay. Essentially, what these companies are doing is they're using federal dollars to pay their workers in a roundabout way, and then they sell to the workers that well being on welfare is not, I guess, the best feeling. Yeah. You know, and so they they sell the idea that if you're on welfare, you are lazy, a bit of a bum and a loser, and it's these these dumb taxes that are getting in the way from these businesses really developing themselves and paying and, more. Yeah. And once the business develops themselves, that's when the jobs are going to be around. So now the cycle comes back around again. Lower the taxes a little bit more. Get rid of a few more labor Regulate. laws. Yep. Get rid of a few more environmental regulations. <sighs> oh, and oh, now everything gets worse. Oh, and now your kid has pneumonia. Hmm. Do you think it's from the mill? No, it can't be from the mill. And it's just this downward the, cycle. A great a, a place we can really see this is um, any extraction town. Uh, yeah, coal. Yeah, coal. Or um, eat. I northern Minnesota. I was driving through the Masabi earlier today, and you get these small towns of about a thousand people, mm -hmm. and they all have this big sign that says uh, "job zone," and then it says "tax free." Mm -hmm. So it's all about giving tax incentives to like someone. Please bring any jobs here because we've all gotten to the point to where we're so poor. Any job is a significant improvement because they slowly sold them sold away their rights and entitlements. To these companies, promising them just a little bit more. No, that we got tricked. The American people were tricked by big businesses. Yes, mm -hmm. they were completely duped into giving away things, and all we got in return for it was lower-paying jobs. That's it. Well, it's lower-paying jobs, less benefits, I just, less ability I to don't fight. Get, I just don't get why people maybe are so willing to sell their souls to big business and just go out well, of their way. I mean, is oh. it just that they get people who sound slightly smarter than they do to tell them that it's a good idea? I guess sixty years of a lot of propaganda and hard work to sell cuckolding and make it sound... <laughs> no, it's make no, cuckolding I mean, sound yeah. like virtue. I wouldn't use the word cuckolding, but you got it right. What's mm. that quote where it's like, the the way to turn a poor person, again, like you just make them feel inferior to other poor people or something like that? Yeah, so I don't know. We turn them against other people. Yeah. But I think we're getting close to running out of time here. Mm. I'm not I will say, though, we do live in a very surreal world when... 
to go way back to shootings when a shooting is kicked off by a guy saying subscribe to PewDiePie. That was bad. That, that was just bad. I, I knew one of these fucking things was going to get live streamed eventually, but that's just... It's oh, God. The world... It, this has been... Like, look at the way... This is the natural evolution of the information age. Well, I mean... Just too much information, it's all, Not man. even that. It's all... You always want up. That's always the thing. I start listening to heavy metal music. I want to move on to thrash metal. I want to move on to death metal. You know, you do that. It's it, it's just extremism, extremism on top of extremism, and it adds. It's and it's exponential. I play Undertale. Well, then wait, you play wait, Doki wait. Doki Literature Club. <laughs> Hold on, let's let's back up. What the hell did you just say? Uh, so I think I think what he meant was. I think that, that moved way too fast. I think what he meant was. Let me try to explain. Is that people move forward and move up in many things. Mm-hmm. So like you've heard the saying that people, it's hard for people to move back in lifestyle, like. You know, it's much easier for someone who's been, like, low income their whole life to live that way than someone who was high income and then lost all their money and they're completely broke. And now they have to live in, like, in the worst circumstances. You know what I mean. Just look... Like, music is a great example. It... It always starts with you listen to, like, that one Beatles song you like, and then you blink, next thing you know... You're listening to anal cunt. Yeah. How do you get there? You're listening to daughters, and you're like, I was listening to Yeah, it's like, it's, yeah. It just you you at- need that expanding. Well, you don't need, but our, our culture pushes and encourages expanding frontiers of things, yeah. which is good and bad. Like, but so, this is all Patreon only content from this point on. Mm-hmm. We're putting this behind a paywall. Yeah, okay. So. But also, another analogy, like, you could just start with like a little butt stuff, like maybe a small butt plug, but then like before you know it, you're putting the whole horse whole bag. Into yeah, <laughs> like, honestly, that's how it happens. Yeah, just so, look at look at the way, and it happens way faster than you think. Okay, but so we we need to hours. rewind a bit because so there was a shooting that got kicked off with a guy saying subscribe to PewDiePie. Can someone explain this to me, Dad? This okay, case? so that New Zealand shooter, right? I, he right actually, he, uh, you can look it up. Online, yeah, we can but, talk about it after yeah, the podcast. Yeah, but so I'll just say that New Zealand shooter started his. He wrote this rambling 87 page manifesto, pretty much parroting what the far right has been saying for the past like five to six years. Yeah. I'm not going to get into the details of it, it's way too you much. Shouldn't. Yeah, you it's, shouldn't be it's, yeah, it's, giving him more credence. But the so thing is, is. We can't quite go from anime to talking about the details of a mass shooting. Yeah, yeah. absolutely we can. No. I mean, we no. could, but I don't want to. No, okay, so yeah. So I'll going. just, I'll just hit it there. You know, it was a tragedy. I feel for the, you know, the victims of that shooting. You know, I'm a practicing Muslim myself. So I, I mean, for a Muslim to die in a mosque on Friday, a holy day, Right before, you know, like, so we have our, our equivalent of, you know, uh, like, Sunday church is our Friday, pretty much. Yeah. So, to die in that location, it's like, it's a blessing. Like, Wait, so that's like, interesting, because yeah. usually, like, the Sabbath is a Saturday or a Sunday, and it's also an Abrahamic religion, yeah, so I think, absolutely. It's, I think yeah. it's interesting it lies on a Friday. Can you just clarify that that's, you know, your viewpoint of it? Yeah, that's just my viewpoint of it. Yeah. I feel like a lot of other Muslims would feel that way, that, you know, if, if you're gonna go out... I would want to go out in your holy house in prayer. That's it's a good, it's a decent way to go out. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a pretty good way to go out. It's better than going out on the toilet crying. Yeah, so <laughs> it's I, a lot better than that. I so, think I see what you mean. Who yeah. was that that did that? Uh, Elvis. Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> Elvis. Little did you know, Elvis was a practicing yeah, Muslim. Maybe Danny DeVito. Okay. Uh, 
Wait, Danny so, DeVito's dead? No. He's, oh, but that's how he's that's going to die. That's probably how he's going to die. Oh, poor Danny. All right, well, yes. we managed to go from anime to, to, to in-depth politic talk somehow. We went, from, we went from anime to movies to in-depth politics. Yeah. That's what we went for. This is, uh, was an interesting venture. Yeah. Um, with, I just as we're ending now... Uh, yeah, I don't. I can't say for certain whether we'll. You know, we're definitely probably not gonna get on a consistent schedule. But I can't even say for certain that we're gonna um, record another podcast anytime soon again. So yeah, that's the state of things with the podcast. It's yeah. just kind of. If it happens, you know, happens. You know it, flows. it was it was way easier back when we started because we were all you know going to high school mm-hmm. and we were all available at the same time. Yeah, now school. everybody has jobs and yeah. some people are still going to school and stuff and yeah. the schedules are shit. Mm-hmm. So doing both. Yep. Like when, when we think of it, we'll probably get everybody together again to record something like this again. But yeah, I can't make any promises to when that's going to be. We'll see how it goes. All energy flows according to the whims of the great magnet. Right. Yeah. We'll do it. We'll do it when it feels right. <laughs> yeah. And I believe it felt right. You don't believe tonight, in the so. magnetic field? Mm-hmm. Electromagnetism. All right. So anyway, uh, so my thanks for listening. Question. Any anybody have any pressing things um, they want to say? How, do you me? remember the magnet men in the? In the how can the earth be flat <laughs> if it's hollow <laughs> okay let's just end it here let's just i don't think how can the, the earth cannot be flat because the earth is hollow <laughs> just because that's where the drake of reptilians <laughs> live so how can it be flat thanks for watching bye no, but they wore red robes <laughs>